From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Welcome to our Bloomberg television and radio audiences worldwide. We are live at CES Las Vegas and we're talking to the CEO of Qualcomm, Cristiano Amon Cristiano. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you uh, too, Ed. There is a flood of, of uh, wide-ranging news and announcements, but I actually want to start on your updated XR chip. This is a processor that you are going to put into headsets, mixed reality headsets that will take on the Apple Vision Pro. And I, I just want you to talk about how confident you are that, that you will take on the Apple Vision Pro and at what end of the market you're going to help support? Look, uh, we have been a big believer in spatial computing and I think the XR Gen 2, it's another instance of what we have been doing generation after generation to get 4K spatial computing on HI. But most important is we've been driving how to bring scale. You see some of the partnerships we have with Meta, what they've been doing with the Quest series. We're working and announced, I think, uh, a while ago that we're working with Samsung and Google. You saw some devices being announced uh, from Sony. I think that's a great opportunity. And the key thing is, can you get that to a scale with the performance and the price point that we excite developers? I think it's a great opportunity. Well, on the scale point, there is a feeling that Apple will come in with the Vision Pro or a next generation at a lower price point and just take the market. Based on the demand you've had for XR2 Plus, is that going to be the case or well, not? I think you have to look at this in a different way. I think Apple is doing a great job. I think what they've done with the Vision Pro, it's great if you look at the device. And to bring it to scale, all that this is going to do is to ignite the developer ecosystem. At the end of the day, those computing platforms and developers creating content, the more that you have, more content, and that content that they're going to help create is going to be available on other platforms as well and vice versa. It's about creating the next spatial computing platform. It's a great opportunity. We're still in the early growth stage of this market. You have been to many CESs. I have been to a few. It's always hard to find a common theme. But this year, there is clearly a common theme, which is AI. And you and I have talked in the past about on-device AI use, particularly in the cell phone or smartphone context. This year, the PC seems to be the battleground. What is Qualcomm doing? AI on PC. Look, we're incredibly excited and we feel kind of what we have been saying is validated. If we look at all of the other companies all announcing on-device AI, something we've been talking for more than a year. If you look what we did at uh, Snapdragon Summit, we announced X-Elite, which right now is the king of all uh, device AI computing platforms for the PC, has an integrated total 75 top stair operations per second. And we started to see what Microsoft is doing, other companies doing, this is exciting. Just to put in perspective, we have over 30 different AI models being ported to uh, the Snapdragon platform, preparing for this 
on-device AI PC. And it's going to change user experience, it's going to change productivity. You look at the number of CEOs talking about how they're investing in this. And when you run on a device, it's more secure and you have context and you have privacy. So ARM, as an example, has been talking about the promise of chips that power AI on PC for quite a long time. And it kind of hasn't materialized until now. When I posted on X and asked our audience, what are you most excited about from a technology or gadget perspective 2024? To be fair, many people replied and said Snapdragon Elite. So what does Snapdragon Elite look like in the real real world this year, 2024? How many consumers can actually sit at their laptop or PC and, and do something of interest? Oh, you're going to be able to do a lot. So maybe just to put a perspective on X Elite, because there's a lot of excitement we're very happy with a number of designs. It's going to launch together with the new version of Windows. Uh, it's going to have on-device Copilot. And there's so many things you'll be able to do. From be able to have a computer now that's going to predict your every moment, you're going to have Copilot when you talk about the Windows ecosystem across all the different applications. And there's a number of other use cases when you think about visual models, language models, they're being developed, they're very exciting. And I think that that's happening on PC, that's happening on phones, that's going to happen on cars as well. Let's set a baseline and say there is still some weakness in the global smartphone market, right? What functionality in this AI era is going to bring the consumer back to start the upgrade cycle, to get smartphone growth like we've seen in prior cycles? Well, it's a great question. As far as the weakness, I think we did say in the last earnings call that the correction and the inventory correction is behind us right now. So we're excited about the market being stable. And then it leads to exactly this point that you bring up. What is going to create a new upgrade cycle that people want to buy a new phone? And we're 100% convinced is what's happening right now with Gen AI on the phone. The way you need to think about it, we have been accustomed to the experience that you have a platform or the OS platform on top of the computer you have the apps and you go in and you touch it but now on top of the OS you're gonna have those models to try to predict your every move and it's going to bring not only efficiency but new use cases and we've seen that we've seen that with automatic translation we've seen that with web summarization we've seen that with ability to create content and they did content in real time content that didn't exist before using visualization models and many more and something as simple as texting is going to have context that will allow the AI to bring information that you may want to share, you may want to schedule, all part of the experience. I am, I'm believing the next user experience is going to be based on Gen AI on the phones, and we're optimistic that we could start to see devices as early as this year with those capabilities. Okay, so in earliest this year, with that in mind, what is your 2024 global smartphone call outlook? Uh, difficult to make a, a call of the total market. I think we're just happy that the market is now stable, the correction is behind us, and let's see what our partners can announce. Stay tuned for, for example, what Samsung is going to announce uh, uh, soon. I think there's a lot of excitement about uh, the, the Snapdragon 8 entry. Automotive. You are very bullish on automotive and you've tried to position the company 
to diversify the company, but automotive is a key pillar. 10% of revenue is, is kind of the target 2026, end of decade, 9 billion of sales. What data hits your desk that tells you you're on track for that? Oh, we're, we're on track. I think we're, we had said we're going to get uh, to uh, 4 billion uh, first milestone, and then we're going to get to the 9 billion at the end of the decade. I think we're ahead of those targets. What is really showing traction is the number of OEMs that have been working with Qualcomm and how uh, we continue to add to the pipeline of design. I think what's resonating, the car industry is transforming to a digital industry. But, but what is the, play I'm sorry role. to interrupt, Cristiano, but same question as with the smartphone or PC. What is the functionality, if I'm a customer or end user, that's going to change my mind about buying this vehicle that has something it doesn't have today that you are contributing well, you, to? Well, you've already seen that. See, see, the good thing about tracking Qualcomm progress, for us, it's less about the market size. It's more about gaining share and new models are launching the technology. You can see some of the cars. If you're going to go buy a car today, let's just say the Mercedes Z-Class, what, right. what GM is doing uh, with, uh, with their car line and many others, um, you have a fully immersive digital cockpit. You didn't have that before. That enabled by Snapdragon. Right. Now you have those beautiful screens that are immersive and bring you a lot of information about the car, the road. On top of that, you have safety. And we have a, a vision that assisted driving needs to be in every car. For example, the announcement we did at the show in a partnership with Bosch, we have now announced at the CS a central compute platform that you can have a desk and a digital cockpit on the same silicon, which basically you can do that for premium cars, now bring it to entry-level cars. Mass market. Those are going to be completely different changes in how you think about safety and how to think about your driving okay, Cristiano, we just have 30 seconds left, but where geographically is the automotive growth coming from? Which markets? For us, it's across the board. because you should think about us as new models launch our technology we gain share. We're working with all the Americans, all the Europeans, all the Koreans, all the Japanese, all the Chinese. So pretty much the entire automotive industry. I'll be hard pressed to tell you a car company we're not working with. Uh, Qualcomm CEO Cristiano, I'm on live from CES Las Vegas. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.